Hey, sports fans, it's Forks Sports Highway. Aha. So February 16th, 2023, uh, Super Bowl recap, NBA All-Star break, EDC hockey kicks off, four wins remains undefeated, 43-0, and and then uh, something called the halftime hoax. I guess we'll get deeper into that as we go. Wasn't there a Super Bowl too? That's Super Bowl recap. That's what I started with. Is that all we care about is the, the Super halftime Bowl? show? No, well, no, actually. That was a great game, wasn't it? It was. But actually, go, beyond the Super Bowl, I'm really curious because the four wins, they're undefeated again. Yes. Like, does any, I, I mean, are they like playing nobodies or something? Because <sighs> No, they're like playing, this, they, they play everybody. They this, play every tough team in the state in Class B basketball. I think that these, like, this team should be literally, like, blasted all over social media talking about how great that they are. Because, I, I mean, we've, we've been going on this for, like, two years now with this yeah, so four third, wins. Third, Na- yeah, and they're, they're the Native American team out of uh, Devil's Lake, right? Well, Spirit Lake, yeah. yeah. Um, the, 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 they, they, they lost in the state championship game the year before last. They went undefeated last year, won the state tournament, and they're currently sitting undefeated this year. And they've played... I happened to go see them last Saturday uh, play Thompson, and they were it was the number one team versus the number six team, and um, Thompson hung with them. It was it was a five, five point game. Yeah. Uh, well, but the, but there's one thing to say that you know you're the state champion, but there's another thing to say that for two years we were undefeated. Oh yeah. Well, that, that's that's crazy. I mean, the, these guys need to get some recognition. I don't know. I don't know how we can. Well, you know. in the state, they do get a you know a, a pretty good push, but not nearly as much as you'd think. Uh, as dominant as they've been, and and what really surprises me is, uh, I expected to see a much bigger team, a much taller team, and they got like, Dang Dang is is about six four, and and then the other. Uh, uh, I think his Dalen Left Bear is like about six two, and that's it. The rest of these guys are little guys, and they just press the ball, it, it, and, and they take the ball away from everybody. It's it's, it's Money. Thompson had a much bigger team. What? Look, switch. I think if I, I I did the morning update, and I was doing the recap of the scores. Did I get this score right? Uh, they played Dakota Prairie on Tuesday, and they won eighty to twenty seven. Yes. Yes. What, a, what a gap. <laughs> well, yes, eighty to twenty seven, and then and then because it was the storm on Tuesday. Um, the Dakota Prairie team got stranded in Minnewakan. And so, like, the... the they stayed overnight. Yeah, the, so the folks in Minnewakan had to take care of that, that high school team. And, and I saw there was some big thank yous from Dakota Prairie School to the Minnewakan and, and Four Winds communities for putting up with them overnight. I read an, read an article about Central Cass played at Colfax. And Colfax is, what, 20 miles south of Fargo? And they had, so they canceled the JV game and started the varsity game at 5.30. And so the game gets over. They're on their way. They get to Fargo. And so then they have 20 miles left to get to, to Castleton. And they got stuck for eight hours. And they were six miles away from Central Cass. Or so, Castleton. So I got a question. Uh, you know, so you got Grand Fork Central, you got Red River Riders, you rough got riders, rough riders. So Raven, mm. 
You ever heard of Four Winds? I actually haven't, unless that, that, it's on this show. Exactly, and 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 that's that's a disservice to the Devil's Lake community and every. I mean, the dev, they used to be the the Satans, but I don't even know what Devil's Lake is now. But Firebirds, yeah, the Firebirds, but the. The Four Winds, I mean, they're out of Fort Fort Totten, and nobody even knows who they are. And these guys are just dominating. Are you telling me that there was a... Is Okay, is this high school hockey? What is this? Well, well, we're... Basketball. Basketball, Four Winds is basketball. Basketball. There was a basketball team named the Satans? Oh, yeah, Devil's Lake. Their their high school was the Devil's Lake Satans for many years. And finally, the, the conservative... PC... PC and the conservative right pushed them into the Firebirds, and much like the Grand Fork Central Redskins and and uh, other high school teams, the the folks in Devil's Lake were pretty satisfied with the Satans as their name for for many years and wanted to keep. You got it. the Bismarck Demons too. Yeah, well, I know the Bismarck Demons. It's it's not like those Shanley Deacons or the Dickinson Midgets. Yeah, they had to do away with that. That's the one Midgets that gets me because great. well, the Minowa- Minnewakan four wins four wins is co-opted with Minnewakan, and Minnewakan was the midgets. And, uh, that was a popular sports nickname back in the day, and now they had to get rid of that. What, but the, the, Fargo but the, fight, the fighting Irish is totally cool, though. Yeah. Fighting Irish is there's no problems with that. But I um, before we move on to anything else, though, I did want to I did want to <laughs> run through that four wins basketball team because. Like I said, I got to see them play, in, in a, in, and I was kind of worried I was going to see them get beat. The one ge- game I get to watch them in person, and I'm sitting there, am I the jinx? Because it ended up winning by five points, but they were down by double digits in the first half. Um, more to their, their lack of play than Thompson playing so well, though. And there was one kid for Thompson, a Schumacher kid. Uh, let's see, where's... Uh, Starcevic was was the kid that he he scored quite a bit and he, he he had a spin move he kept using over and over and over and over, um, but he was one of the guys keeping it in. They had an Overby kid who hit five threes, and he'd hit a three and then he would do the Carmelo Anthony thing where he was tapping his head going down the court, and what what caught my attention was Dang Dang for four wins gets a breakaway windmill slam dunk. And he just turns around and runs back up the floor. He doesn't know showboating, no nothing. And that's what I saw from the four wins team was no showboating. And and you would think they would be the guys out there, you know, waving their arms around. And, and a coach apparently doesn't put up with that. It's like, go act like you've done it before. And that's what I love about any teams. When, when they, they play like that, they don't need the theatrics Playing to the crowd and I hate showboating. Well, that's 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 what our that's what our pros have turned into is yep. showboats, and and the, the the young like this. So you got this pasty white kid hitting a three, and then he's acting like Carmelo Anthony going down the court, and it just it looks odd. It just it, really does. The one thing that I've always anticipated is watching somebody showboating. And then rolling their ankle or something while they're doing it, and just being out the rest of the game. I've waited for that for so long. Like, oh, you're just gonna does you're you're gonna do the Wonkum style or whatever the hell it's called. And well, happens a lot in baseball. Oh, Gundam style, Wonkum style, really? (laughs) But you know, you do the Gundam style. Well, you well you made a touchdown, and then you roll your ankle, and then you're out the rest of the game. 
Oh, I just wish that that would happen sometime. Well, there, there was Miguel Snow last year for the Twins when he the only hit he got the only hit Miguel Snow got last year was a home run, and then he celebrated when he got home plate. Uh, he celebrated a little too hard. He jumped on a home plate and yeah, rolled something, screwed up his ankle or his knee, and he was out for almost the entire rest of the season, minus like one or two other games. Well, and, and you you see like that that home plate plate celebration ends up. Yeah, the player will do like a gigantic leap jump onto home plate, and it usually happens like once or twice a year. About <laughs> well, well, there's that, or or the guy will throw his helmet down and it'll ricochet up and hit another guy in the face. I mean, it's, that happens fairly often too <laughs> in baseball. Well, um, I was at the UND basketball game, <clears throat> and the four wins team all marched right up the stairs, right next to me. Looked very professional. Went up, sat in their seats. Stayed for about the first half, and then basically the same thing. They just went down like that and out the side door like that and went down, apparently went down to Thompson and did their job. Yeah. And, and, and they looked very professional. I mean, they weren't real dressed up or street oh, no, but, suits or anything. But but uh, uh, in, in charge of themselves. And, right. And, and, and that's, that's the Rick Smith and, and Dennis Smith. The influence of those guys, the coach and his assistant coach, and then, of course, Travis Mertens, the guy we had in here is the other assistant coach. And well, it even seems when they were in here for when they were being – we interviewed him here several months back in the studio. They were giving very just – they were on top of their game for answers, like just giving very just on-the-nose, on-point answers. Like you tell they had some degree of media training too there. Well, right, and, and, and what, what – like I said, I was surprised at how, how small the team was. I was expecting them because – so the two guys we had in here last year after they won the state tournament was uh, Jaden Yankton, who's playing at United Tribes Technical College now, and then and, and J- Jacoby Pearson, who's playing at Bismarck uh, State University, I think it's called now. And and those two guys were both 6'1", 6'4", and then you put them with Dang Dang and this this, this uh, Dalen Left Bear. Then they had four guys that were fairly decent size, but now there's only two guys, and they're all little, little guards that are just... Sp- scurrying around all over out there but anyway uh i guess we got to get this ad in uh southtown poorhouse every day is a great day at southtown poorhouse stop in for your favorite drinks and of course happy hour buy one app and get one half off every day from 6 to 8 p.m and you can't forget about three dollar burgers on tuesdays and the awesome steak specials on thursdays from five to eight make sure to check out southtownpoorhousegf.com to find out when your favorite band is playing live Every day is a great day at Southtown Poorhouse, 2015 Library Circle next to the Grand Cities Mall. Open Tuesdays through Saturday from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m., and they're looking to hire two. Friday the 17th, it's Tyler Hammond, and Saturday the 18th, it's two weeks' notice. I can't speak to either one of them. No, I, I don't know either one either. Yeah, you haven't been admit, Raven's been hanging out over there lately. Is that anything you know about, those two bands? No, no, no. Okay. Okay. So what's the connection again with uh, Luel Ding? Well, um, Deng Deng is, uh, is, is a nephew, uh, Luel Ding. So apparently his brother is, is this kid's father. Okay. And, and this Left Bear family, Deng Deng is part of that Left Bear family. There's like seven guys on this roster that are all from the same Family tree. Same family tree. And, and I, I told the guys, uh, I went to the game. I, I didn't know they were actually playing in Thompson until Saturday morning. And then the guy that taught me how to play basketball and one of my mentors was a guy named Max Cook who played with my brother-in-law for the Minnewakan teams uh, I've in the I've seen States. that guy on Facebook. There you go. And, 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 <clears throat> and those guys, um, 
it, it, you know, that's that's where I learned to play. And and he got a hold of me on Saturday morning and said they were playing out there. So I got out. And that's why I went out there. I didn't know. Well, I didn't that's going to be that. the closest they're going to be. Yeah, oh, but I thought they did. They but, always play a game like at Grand Forks Central too during well, the year. Well, they always had the Lions uh, Rotary oh, Club tournaments. Okay. So they'd they'd be down for that. And and the last time I actually saw them live was several years earlier down at Grand Forks Central. Mm-hmm. But I told him I would run off this, this list of names. So, dang, dang. You can keep that hat. Uh, you gave it Ke- to me last week. You're drunk. Keelan. <laughs> we heard all that. <laughs> Keelan, Keelan Longy, Dalen Leftbear, uh, Grayson DeLorme, Mario Jane, Deng, Keyshawn St. Pierre, uh, Jonte Delorme, this kid's really talented. Yeah. He's only a, f- a freshman on the team. Uh, this Jonte Delorme is quite the shooter. Uh, Rich Cavanaugh, Wade Nestel's another really good shooter on that team, a 5'8 uh, <laughs> junior. Brian Alberts, Arnell Nestel, Ty Dufney, Kelson Keija, Kashian Keija, Clayton Dubois, my great nephew. Uh, Mike, Alex, and Kalon Keija. And I, I butcher those guys' names, but those Keija boys are all short guards that just run the offense. And Is that football player that you had at camp and stuff, is he a basketball player too? Or? Yeah, he, he's, he's um, supposed to be playing with these guys on the um, eighth grade team. Oh, eighth, okay. He's only an eighth grader. But, uh, no, these guys, uh, uh, it's a system. Four wins runs a system out there, and... and uh, you can just see that, like the B squad, the C squad, and the A squad all run the same kind of system. They just start them right, well, much like the hockey players in Grand Forks. They start them out with the fundamentals, and you know, well, once it should be interesting next year when they go to that three class system and they're going to be in the same with Devil's Lake. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I. I, I <sighs> They've been blowing out most of the larger B schools anyway, you right. know, and and I don't know, I, I don't know what I don't know how I feel about the the, the new class uh, setup. I, I I wonder, you know, if it really is going to help some of those smaller schools, and I, I don't see like a city the size of Devil's Lake dropping down. You know, I can see Grafton being in that, you know, but right. but Devil's Lake's a little bit. Bigger, bigger, and, and should be able to handle themselves. Raven, you got a thought on that? No. Nope. No. <laughs> no. I was actually just laughing because after my drunk comment, he literally went to the back to crack open another beer. <laughs> so, He's just like damn straight. Did, did you happen to catch any of the EDC high school hockey this uh, week? No. You didn't I'm listen to Monty. Now. You didn't no. listen to Monty and John? The one time. The one time I'm not listening, guys. Come oh. on now. The huh. one time. Okay. Raven, um, I think you got some scores from the tournament, though. Yeah, yeah. I do. Okay. Well, we're switching to hockey now? Yeah. Well, unless you want to throw some more basketball <clears throat> out there. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really see any, anything else. I, I know the Claybo kid had some... Uh, another. Pre- I watched him. They, I think it was last night. They were playing Fargo North. Yeah, it was on TV. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did I see a little, a little clip bit. of that. And I, he'd gotten three three pointers at that point in the first quarter. Well, a guy's averaging like twenty seven points a game or something. He's not like that. a very physical person. It's not a big. Not as big as I thought he was. No. Money in the but, chat. Uh, Keith says uh, he listened to you and John on the radio. What game was you called? Uh, um, the hockey I called this week was on Tuesday night. It was uh, Thief River Falls at East Grand Forks. Um, 
East Grand Forks won seven to nothing. Uh, but nothing. the game, nothing. The game was much much closer than that, though. I mean, it <laughs> it didn't seem like a seven nothing game. It was it was uh, much closer. Uh, East Grand Forks capitalized with their speed on on almost every miscue, and uh, the Prowlers just could not get a greasy goal to save their lives. Their goaltender actually stopped forty some shots though. So. And and they only have three seniors on that that Thief River Falls team. Five seniors on the East Grand Forks team. The East Grand Forks team's got a lot of speed. They have much improved since I saw them earlier in the season. Uh, that that was a much better team this time around. But what do you got? Well, that Claybo kid during that game. Now this I, is basketball. Davies is that where he right, plays? Davies, and one of the Mansons is a coach actually. So they said. He's a sophomore right now, and at the game, UND was there, NDSU was there, and Northern Iowa. And Northern Iowa is a big-time school. They're in the Missouri Valley for basketball. So they're in with Wichita State and Indiana State, and uh, well, that's a big-time program. Northern Iowa, though, aren't they coached by a... a, a yeah, Ben Jacobson. Ben Jacobson, yeah, yeah, I... I, I I played city league basketball against Ben for one season while he was here. He was a teammate with uh, Kyle Barons. They were fresh out of UND and pretty good players, both of them. And well, ben, he was he was at Northern Iowa at the same time as that they call him Mac. He's the guy at Creighton. McDermott. McDermott. Yeah. Yeah, they were at NDSU for a while. They were at UND for a while, and then... Uh, one one go then they both went to Northern Iowa, and then Mac left from northern iowa to go to creighton and creighton's a big time school well then isn't his son in the nba mcdermott's well he was like a sixth man or something for chicago at yeah at i'm, one I'm point. sure i'm sure he's still in the league i don't i mean last last i checked i thought he was still playing on one yeah of the he NBA could teams. be um we raven was going to give us some hockey scores i think Yes, uh, UND sadly lost both games to uh, number four ranked Denver last weekend, oh. three to five Friday, and then two to five on Saturday. Thank God I didn't go to those games. Well, well, those were in Denver too. They, yeah, yeah. They, well, they were in, they were in Denver, but they were two games that UND actually needed to get at least a split, and they they had some awful penalties both nights. Uh, elbowing and disqualifications and Clevin got ejected on Saturday night and Hayne got ejected on Saturday okay. night. He'll be okay. out tonight or he'll be out Friday night. When does Clevin not get ejected? I haven't heard of a game where he has not had a penalty ever. Well, ever. Well, he's, His well, entire well, well, yeah, college he's career, only... he's only ever been like ejected or penalties. Like He's never gone a full game without a penalty, I swear. Well, you're used to seeing him get five-minute majors too, and get sent to the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's there's a, there's there's a, well, of course, the U, UND fan base was all screaming up and down that the officiating was just rancid and horrible. It was the officiating picking on those poor guys, and it couldn't possibly be that he's constantly elbowing somebody to the head when he goes by because what is he six four six five? And, <laughs> it's a contact sport, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, and but I, I just you know. He, he's in, in the NCHC, he's probably the most marked player there is. He's got a reputation. Yes, and, and, and you know, 
So so what now? So because of last weekend, he's out one one night this weekend already. Right. Friday night he has to sit out. And and these are absolute must win weekend again for for them against St. But Cloud. then you got to figure he missed half of the game in Denver too. Yeah. Well, so whenever he got kicked out, if well, it's in the first period, then he loses two periods there. Then didn't didn't he miss the Saturday night game against Omaha the week the, the two week because they were off the weekend before, but then the weekend before that he missed. Well, the, I yeah, think I, believe so. I think he's been suspended for three games now. This is his third game this year. Well, you actually said something on the last show that we did where now Brad Barry, this is all his players that he picked. We finally went. You know, through enough years where this is all his product. Yeah, his recruits. His recruits. I, you can't help but wonder, like, that says something, though, because, like, Pullman, Kawaguchi, you know, like, all these other players weren't his products, and we were winning games, and now all of a sudden, like, there's players that just I can't go a full weekend because they're just hot-headed. Like, you kind of have to wonder about that. Well, it seems like a lack of discipline. Absolutely. And and we're used to a well-disciplined team. And well, it, it's such a split-second decision, too. Oh, I know. I and know. It, it's kind of, you know, he goes to make a check like that, and all of a sudden the, the guy makes a move, and it goes from a nice check or a, a legal check into a a check where he hits the guy's head. Well, and that's that's always been the knock on the taller players, the taller defensemen, is, is that – those those smaller skaters, the five five to five eight guys, about four little forwards, little forwards, they they and and don't discount the fact that they antagonize him a bit too, as much as they can. I'm sure there, I bet there's a lot of yapping that we don't hear from those guys talking, you know, at him and and little chip shots that that are they're taking at him because they know he can hardly retaliate without, and and then he. Eventually, he does have to take a hit, and, and everything's with him. Everything seems to be an elbow to the back of the helmet or the side of the helmet. Or, but I like the way he plays myself. I I'll be sad to see if he goes. Well, he yeah. does. He does have a rocket for a shot. You know, I, I will give a shout out to like uh, uh, the at least there, one big highlight from the weekend's games against Denver was Jackson Blake. Did you see that breakaway goal he made where he kind of stopped at the last second to fake out the last defender in his way and did a yes. little turnaround shoot? So I will give that for highlight play of a unique weekend. Well, and, and, and Jackson Blake, you know, here we're talking a freshman, and, and of course his dad was the star Jason. star of, of the 97 through 2000 teams and and uh, played, I don't know, over a decade in the NHL, uh, started with the uh, uh, Los Angeles Kings, I think, and then went to the uh, New York Islanders and then Toronto Maple Leafs. And then he actually, while well, he was playing for the Maple Leafs, and he signed a pretty big contract for the Maple Leafs, um, he had leukemia or a blood cancer that he had to battle with when he was still playing in the NHL. Yeah, I'm not sure. I... But, but he was a, he was a, you know, I was just talking about forwards being instigators and there was none better than him. I, I saw him score against the Gophers and then skate in front of the Gophers bench in, in the old Ralph and put his elbow in about five guys' faces as he skated by. Just talk about a guy... That they wanted to crush, and, but he was, he was a good one. Yeah, definitely one of my favorite uh, UND hockey players of all time was Jason Blake. Going to be at any of the games this weekend? Me? Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to go or not. Uh, I guess most of that depends on, on if anything opens up. I did price out some tickets uh, 
earlier in the week, and they were they were going for some pretty high prices. And I got I got lucky on some resale prices earlier today, so I'll be be hitting hitting Friday's game. So yeah, yeah no, I know I was surprised at what what some of them were, were looking at, but you never know. We might get an what, invite or 40, something. 50, is that what sixty upper deck? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. They were there, and there was you know uh, the the aftermarket sales were kind of pricey too. You know, normally you'll see some deals, but wasn't much there. Raven, you looking at going, trying to go on any hockey this weekend? I wish. I need to catch another game before the season ends. <laughs> Got it. Are you sure you don't want me to do the controls? Well, that's the, yeah, he's actually been really good at this. This this one's the one that always gets me. Yeah, no, th- like this control is like 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 that's the toughest thing to do in this studio. And Monty, I'm I'm giving you props. You've been really good at. Well, rocking, I thought, rocking that thing. I thought I read something about there's 16 points left on the season that they can get uh, and that they have to get 13 of them if they want to have home oof. playoffs. And I, it's been a long time they haven't had home playoffs. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I, I can't even re- remember them not having home playoffs up here. And, you know, I, I just and, – and that kind of – they're a young team. And we, we know in hockey it's cyclical. When you have the upperclassmen, juniors and seniors, you're usually more of a dominant team like the Gophers have right now. They have an upperclassman team that got about five guys that are going to go to the NHL as soon as the season's yeah, over. Um, but UND's a, a young team with lots of freshmen and sophomores and just a handful of upperclassmen. And, and that goalie situation has been a, a thorn or an Achilles heel all season long where DeRitter looked like he finally recaptured the – the starting spot, and then when they went out to Denver, they pulled him, right? Yeah, he, he was giving up some weekies. I mean, uh, in hockey, that's how that goes. What are you reading over here, Raven? Oh, uh, Formula One for hey. dummies. Where did that come from? I, I found it on the table, so I just kind of started reading it. <laughs> I think I think Icky brought that, didn't he? Did Icky bring it? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if John brought it to do, do some research, but maybe Icky brought it. No, I think, I think books. Yeah. yeah, I think Icky brought that for us. Oh yeah. wow! I'll have to ask him. I know. I like hey, F one is awesome. The new season starts uh, March fifth, coming up. Uh, yeah, Bahrain first race of the season. Get stoked. Well, as we know it wasn't Keith because Keith knows everything on well, racing. Well, and, and, and now that we kind of flipped into the racing thing, we got a big race this weekend. I forgot to have in the title. The Daytona 500 is this weekend. Yeah, they had the duel. The duels uh, earlier, uh, actually, 6 o'clock they started, and they got the duel 2 going on at 8 o'clock, and then the big race will be on Sunday. So, yeah, Sunday at, I believe I got it here. Yeah, Sunday is at this Daytona one, Beach. Daytona 500, yeah, one thirty on Sunday, Daytona 500, official first race of the season. So get stoked. And then Xfinity Series and Camping World Truck Series also kick off. World of Outlaws kind of had their first official races last weekend, uh, and that was David Gravel won two races in one day, only the sixth ever World of Outlaw driver to do that. So he's leading the season for them. So, yeah, that, that's your Motorsports Minute. There you go. Well, I knew we had to get the Daytona thing in there, and, and now we might as well get around to that football game. Well, are we going to do another commercial too, or – um, I, I think we got, we got about another 15 minutes no, or so yeah, here. Just, uh, just rock it out now. Just rock it out. Okay, well, yeah. next up, I usually do the two video ads back-to-back. I could just do one now or so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, do it. All right, we'll just do one ad here. We'll have a quick word from our friends at Executive Properties. Yep, do that. Yep. yep. That project around the house that's been bugging you forever. Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? 
Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Austin says Barry and the team did a great job putting a deck skirt on my deck. It gave the deck a great finished look and helps keep my dog from getting covered in mud every morning. Would recommend them for any project, large or small. Tell you what, for that project you want done sooner than later, call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. All right. We're back. We are back. All right. So we usually do a back-to-back -back there, but we'll just we'll do another one later on. Um, so the Super Bowl. Uh, what was the final score there, Bill? Suck. <laughs> I thought it was three points. I know Raven has a score there. Right, okay. What do you got, Raven? You got the yeah. score? The Chiefs beat the Eagles 38-35. It was three, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, the field goal it was thirty five, thirty five, and then the, the and who won that monopoly money? Dale. Dale. Yeah, Dale won. By, by the way, I was I was yeah, curious. Did guy. did Philly burn? Did did Philly the burn town. to the ground? The town. Well, you know <laughs> there 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 was some mobs in the street. It didn't look like there was uh, anything on fire. I did see. Uh, or did the police take precautions? Well, they greased like like. The poles. Poles and things, but people still climbed them. Yeah, yeah, they I took mean, a bunch of precautions. They were, they were getting ready for those feisty Philly, Philadelphians. Well, they probably had Mrs. Kelsey talk to the town. Well, you know, to calm down. I, I, I would have thought that they would have been more uh, inclined to attack the officials at the end of the game. Um, and, oh, and so... Kansas City had the officials in their back pocket again. Well, no, I I just think that the game was well officiated until right at the end when that guy should have just kept that flag in his pocket on the holding call. Yes, and and yes, by the book it's a hold, but by the book, Bill, don't you think you call holding on every dang play, and whether well, it's offensive lineman, defensive yes. line, and and all of the hand jostling that goes between defensive backs and wide receivers. They're, they're grabbing on each other all the time. And, and you know, they, what they let go versus what they decide to call is always a mystery to me. And Roger Goodell came out and said that he thought this was the best year of officiating ever. And I think just about every nationally televised game had some issue with officiating. I think, I think the biggest question, though, is because from what I saw is the controversy of at the halftime, of Mahomes getting injected with steroids. Well, yeah, I I was kind of wondering about that. I had a, I had a note about that because towards the end of the second quarter, right before halftime, uh, on the last play of the last drive for the Chiefs for the half, uh, Mahomes did a little scramble. He took a nasty hit, and he got up just limping, had to get it helped off the field. And I know I was talking – oh, oh um, I was just going to say, I bet – I was talking to some friends I was watching with, like, how many shots of cortisone do you think they're shooting Mahomes up with at halftime? What did you think, Raven? I have bigger balls than that guy. That's what I think. Because I've Ooh. seen that play. And are you kidding me? With how, many, how much these athletes run and train and yeah, get paid millions of dollars for, he gets a little nick to the ankle. Apparently, he's freaking Achilles because, like, well, He what? heard it two weeks ago, and he... Was rehabbing it the whole two weeks, but yeah, it was uh, it's like he you could tell he re-aggravated it, like and yeah, it, it it did a number on him. <laughs> so 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 you guys think he might have, might have had a, 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 a something beyond cortisone? Uh, 
Well, you know, because they do treat you with steroids when 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 they're doing medical procedures on you and. Well, I know, I know, Bill. I'll probably have to refer to you for your football background. Usually, if they take a nasty hit, if they want to fight through it, they either give them like, isn't it like Tylenol, ibuprofen, or even, or in some instances, if severe enough, like cortisone no, shot. You, or you can get a shot of yeah. some sort. Yeah, but it's like cortisone or something similar that's not in the banned substance list. But right? the que- the question well, is, is whether or not he got something injected into him. Well, that cortisone was, they that, inject. That was against league standards. Like, well, wouldn't you yeah, think I mean, they would I test mean, him? He, they would test him after the game. You would think, right? I think they did test him. I thought I heard that. I'm sure they test everyone. I'm sure. Well, I wouldn't say everyone, but the yeah, but I mean, but the point is, is that he got injured. He went to the locker room. He came back out. With it, 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 it's sad because if it was the case where they like just put a bandaid on that, I mean, it could literally injure him for life. Like the guy could, I mean, I, I would take it too. I mean, if I was walking in a cast for the rest of my life for thirty million dollars, I mean, <laughs> I'll take it. Well, but well, well, for that one game, but you, you, pro athletes have that question come up fairly often with injuries, foot injuries, leg injuries, that kind of thing. Um, you, you know, I, I always go back to Bill Walton playing for the uh, Portland Trailblazers and that. Like he had bad knees. Bad knees and bad feet, but he broke his foot. He was taking cortisone injections to play, and then he broke his foot in like five places and and was had probably had the most brittle bones of any pro athlete that ever existed. Um, but, but he ended up suing the Portland Trailblazers physicians for treating him with cortisone shots and sending him back out with those injections on broken feet. So, but I think I think the the question is not so much the cortisone because obviously like that numbs the pain of everything, but injecting him with steroids, so tiredness, the pain, all that stuff goes away. So now he's you know got steroids in him, well, I, and I mean I think when it comes down to it, is, you know steroids they're obviously banned and they would test them if. That would come out to be the test that they, do, they did inject him with steroids at halftime, then you know there would be ramifications from that. And we did, you know, it's been a few days since the Super Bowl. We have not heard anything about that. So, but but it, so if he does get tested for steroids, do they pull the ring? No. Do they? Do, no. I mean, no, never. I mean, they could pull an NCAA and like expunge the score from the record. Like, never happened. From, uh, never happened. He's Patrick Holmes is is the 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 golden child of the NHL NFL right now. You know the heir apparent. They're already talking like he's the guy that's going to catch Brady. You know because what is what, what is he in the fourth season? Been yeah. to three Super Bowls. Yeah, been to uh, three <clears throat> one Super two Bowls, one two. Yeah. And he's I think he's been MVP twice. MVP twice Super Bowl. MVP did twice. did you happen to see the 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 parade? I didn't see anything from Kansas City. Oh man, Mahomes had on like ski goggles on the side of his head, and he was drinking a beer while he was talking. And Kelsey, it was, it was a clown show, really. I, I, and they were talking about they're just getting started. This, this is, and they're already a dynasty. Hey, That's uh, what Kelsey was saying. 
What did you guys think of? Did it seem like I kind of gave a little note to like, it seemed like the field was a little bit on the slippery side. Something weird was going on with that grass turf they had going on. I think the commentators even notated it during the game a few times. Well, like, very, very much. The, it, it was the, uh, the painting, the, the, the paint on the grass was, was what they were slipping and sliding all over. The, so all the big logos, apparently the grass itself was bad enough the way it was. Well, they said that they spent $800,000 on the sod for that. They yeah. basically grew the sod some, at a different location in Arizona and brought that in. But when they came back at halftime, there, were, there was like 500 people on the field picking up chunks of sod. Well, that's and that's the other thing. Now, 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 you, you've you've nice transition there into the halftime show because oh. <laughs> because the 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 thing that just bothers me. It always bothers me when five hundred people are out there on the field at halftime. They're, they're they don't need to be out there, and they're not they're not wearing cleats. They're not wearing football shoes. They're wearing whatever work boots and high heels and every damn thing else. And and they're out there digging up the field that these guys got to run on in the second half. And, what? well, all right. Well, there's only two fields in the NFL that are like that. So where's the other one? Vegas. Oh, wow. So they, they take that out. They're in basically little chunks. or Yeah, like so, so four by six so pieces or three by three. Or yeah. Well, they're like in a, a box like that, and they bring that whole box in and out. Oh sure. And so they take it outside during the week and let it grow, <sighs> and then they bring it back in. So, so, but that's that's what everybody's saying that the NFL should do in every place because the artificial turf causes so many injuries that that's why Cooper Cup wasn't playing at the end of this year, right? Right. Because well, well, he wants to play on grass. Well, I, I can understand playing on grass like we did in high school football fields and, and because the, the, the artificial turf, most places, it's, it's concrete underneath the artificial turf, right? Oh, that or tar. Yeah, so, so, so when you get slammed down on that stuff, not only does it burn the skin right off your body, when you're when you're tackled into it, but that's it's hard surface to land on, even with pads and helmet and that. Well, ice isn't easier to land on either, is it? Well, no, that's what we, we the ice on a football field or ice in a hockey rink. <laughs> in a hockey either rink. way, I mean, so 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 Raven, there were a few people on the on the uh, field at halftime. What what was that all about? Marshmallows. <laughs> what was that all about? I, I uh, I'm honestly surprised people agreed to dance in the desert in puff puffer jackets. Like we're in Grand Forks, North Dakota, and we don't wear puffer jackets. Are you like, saying, what was the? Are you guys talking about the halftime show temperature? with Rihanna? Yeah, what was the I thought there was sperm. Pretty damn much. I thought, they, I thought they were all supposed to represent sperm or something. It was weird because then I, I realized, like, she's clearly pregnant. And she's like, I, I, the whole halftime show had me so confused. I didn't even know what was going on. But I, yeah, all I, I can tell you is that it was terrible. Absolute trash. Oh, yeah, like, it was tra- trash fire all the way. Gar- garbage okay. fire. So... I can't knock Rihanna fully because she's had a long, extensive career. No one has been along 
like has a long career like she has and doesn't know how to perform. But she didn't even give 10% in the Super Bowl performance this year. Not even. Okay? Like, look at last year's performance. That's she was, like, nine months pregnant or something. Well, no. Okay. And females might knock me for this, but you cannot perform on a event like a Super Bowl when you are pregnant. Okay? You just can't do it. Just like you can't. Race a race car when you're nine months pregnant. There's just certain shit you can't do. I'm sorry, but like you can't perform when you're pregnant. You just you just can't. You can't move. Like if I was ever pregnant, I wouldn't want to leave my couch. Are you serious? So so here's the thing that I was thinking about is that okay. So she signs this contract, and they're like, okay, you're going to perform at the Super Bowl. It's like you know she's got her promoters whatever and they're like okay yeah we're gonna you know have you perform at the super bowl and this is probably like a year a year before the super bowl even happens and then all of a sudden it comes into okay we're gonna we're gonna be doing the super bowl and we need to do a performance uh we need you to do this and this and that and she's like uh yeah so i kind of got knocked up (laughs) and by ASP, ASP. and then and then and then they're like okay well the super bowl is like six months away from now and then she's like okay well yeah by six months i'm probably gonna be showing a little bit of a belly i'm actually disappointed i am straight up disappointed because she has had an extensive good career and she acted like the super bowl was beneath her and i'm not about that because she like stopped and checked her makeup. She wasn't even singing. Like she e- wasn't even dancing. Like she's pregnant. She can't fucking move. I don't even know why she I- was I don't even know why she was a halftime show because she is a she she hasn't produced a new song in probably eight or nine years. Like that doesn't matter. She's like, what, like, like she why still would, had a good career. She still yeah, had a good she had run. a good she had a good career, but why would she even be considered for the Super Bowl when she is like a has been. I mean, I don't want to call her. She was I, a good has been. That's why. Well, yeah, she's, you have she's all a good these people, been. like these names are stupid. Like Babyface? Like, what the fuck kind of name is that? I'm sorry. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. No, no, you're totally correct, though. Because there are all these new artists that suck. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. But, they're just terrible. But. So why would they choose her, who hasn't done anything in the last, like, nine years, to be the Super Bowl halftime? I, I think she's already done it before, too. Yeah. And so what is the logic behind her being the halftime show? Because I believe... And, and last year, they, they brought back a bunch of has-beens, too. And that I was think. actually phenomenal. Are you serious? I wish I would have watched that show live. You want me to keep that photo? Yes, yeah. keep a photo. So before we actually started going live, I made all these guys watch last year's Super Bowl show, okay? How about an elegant girl in a dress with, you know, a grand piano singing something oh, oh, like I really good? Oh, I got a good. piano for you. Here, hold on. Okay. So this picture, I don't know if you or if you're showing it. Okay. This picture right here says 
80 million times more than Rihanna's bullshit she tried shoving us down our throat last weekend, okay? Okay, hold on. You got talent right here. Well, no, one, no, 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 seriously, one one of them are the, is the father. Father of father what? Father of what? Rihanna. No. Dr. Dre? Dr. Dre is not Rihanna's father. No, Rihanna was pregnant. One of one of them oh, is the father. Whoa, what? I said, no. was, Don't know what you're there. Somebody ASAP, they said the guy's name was, because so this was their second. Rocky was not in last year's Super Bowl performance. You know what? Okay, hold on. I need to explain this picture, because this you, is a you thorn. Didn't, you, you, you didn't catch on to that. This is a thorn in my side. Raven, microphone. Sorry. This is a thorn in my side, okay? This picture is 80 times better than... A five-minute whatever of this year, okay? Because she didn't sing. She didn't dance. All she did was check her makeup and fucking sniff her crotch. That's the only thing she did (laughs) in this entire halftime show, okay? She didn't dance. She didn't do nothing. And even the background dancers, they were terrible. I'm sorry. And they were dying half the time. I felt bad. They're in winter snow gear in Arizona, okay? Let's just not perform, not sing, and try to kill my dancers. Let's just do that, okay? Because that seems plausible. All right. Back to this picture. This picture is amazing, okay? You have instruments that people are actually playing. You got two guitars. You got drums. You got skills. You got talent, okay? Rihanna didn't do no fucking talent. All she did was dress up in red and be like, hey, look, everyone, I'm pregnant. Like, that's all she did. With a backing track. Yes. She didn't even freaking sing. The whole point of her being there. There was no point. There was no point in her being there. Okay. And also, these two guys are fist bumping. That is love. That is brotherly love, and I love it. The only thing Rihanna did was check her makeup. And you got real-life memories being made in literally one still shot of last year. You got Eminem down on the ground here respecting literally every el- everyone else on that stage. Like, he's pretty much praying. Like, you kidding me? And they're all having such a great time. They're fist bumping. They're playing instruments. They're just having a grand old time. And Rihanna just butchered it. Like, butchered it. She she said she wanted to talk about the halftime show. I'm sorry, but, but tell me I'm wrong. I will put my own nope. foot in my I, mouth. I I have to say, from what I saw, and I didn't watch a lot of it because I, I typically don't, but I, I did uh, think it was a weak, weak, weak halftime show. I mean, we all saw when Michael Jackson come beaming in from the top of the stadium or... <laughs> Or you know, uh, you saw you saw uh, Diana Ross. Diana Ross come out of the helicopter, and right. and we had the Prince in the rain and all that kind of thing, and 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 even even last year, and I wasn't a big fan of the last year's show with the rap guys, but th- that's their their move. That, and and Keith Cummings uh, made the comment here. He's, he's right. They're, the 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 genre they're they're shoving at us in these half times is is. Uh, geared at a younger audience, not us older guys have been watching the Super Bowl since its inception. <laughs> right. You know. Uh, uh, we're, we weren't watching for the halftime entertainment. Well, no, not, I mean, but, but, so, so, so here she goes. <laughs> I'm the younger generation. I know, I know. But, but you, you, you want to see uh, uh, Chris uh, Stapleton. Stapleton do the halftime show. 
Honestly, he could have sang that one song just like he did, and that could have been a better halftime show than Rihanna's bullshit. <laughs> they shouldn't have just had a. They, he should have just went a double tap on that one song that he did, and that would have been better. I'm sorry, but like, tell me I'm wrong, okay? I will admit when I am wrong. But there wasn't a single good thing about the halftime show this this year, and I I am sad because like honestly, like she disrespected the people before her. Like you had Fifty Cent singing, actually singing, upside down. And you can't even sing standing up, not moving. Come on! See, you know what I, I would. You know what I would like to see is getting away from the uh, the pop culture aspect of it, and finding somebody that's like huge in like the classical arts, something along those lines, and somebody that actually gets up in the middle of the stage and they have a grand piano, somebody playing and singing and just doing like. What you would see in, like, I wouldn't say, like, an opera setting, but something along those lines. A grand ballroom. Yeah, a grand, a, march- a grand ballroom. How like, about yeah, a marching exactly. band? I love Bill's idea. Let's go back to a marching band. A marching That yeah. would be good, too, but I would, like to, see, I would yeah. like to see something from, like, an, you know. Arizona a, State. An opera setting, setting where, where somebody that actually has a voice is in a gown and has somebody playing a grand piano Adele. and and basically bringing black bringing back classic culture instead of this pop bullshit just actually singing honestly yeah. if she just even actually sang well, maybe there they you should. Go. Maybe they should pay their singers, and maybe they would give a better. Performance. Rihanna didn't deserve to get paid for what she pulled. I'm sorry, she didn't deserve to get paid at all. She well, didn't even perform. She didn't sing. She didn't dance. She didn't do shit. I shouldn't have given her a plane ride home. Yeah, there you go. All right. So there, the halftime show was not a, uh, a favorite of Raven or Paul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, it's time for that ideal video. You so, give us some volume on the music there. Here we go. Ideal Power Solutions is your electrical contractor serving residential, commercial, and agricultural customers right here in the valley and surrounding area. Installation, replacement, and repairs of wiring, outlets, light fixtures panel upgrades, electrical conduit, and more, Ideal Power Solutions has the training and expertise to tackle any project, big or small, whether it's residential, commercial, remodels, new construction, egg projects, and custom builds along with service work. The Valley has an electrical contractor you can count on and trust. Call Ideal Power Solutions in Grand Forks, 701-213-3805 to find out more or go to idealpowernd.com or find them on Facebook at Ideal Power Solutions, LLC. For all of your electrical contracting needs, make it Ideal Power Solutions in Grand Forks. Yeah, I can hardly express to you guys the uh, how much fun it is calling those high school hockey games with John again after our little hiatus there um, and getting back into that a little bit. Uh, State tournament going to be I don't know. on the docket? Or? Well, he was waiting to hear if we were going to get anything like that going or any playoff games. Um, as far as the Super Bowl itself, the game, uh, Bill, was there a favorite play or anything that sticks out to you? Well... 
was a couple of big ones there. Um, the, the big uh, fumble recovery return by uh, Nick Bolton. No defender should be able to effortlessly pick up a ball and run like that. Usually, the, aren't the defenders trained, Bill, usually just to fall on top of it? Well, normally it's a, one of the bigger linemen. Yeah. And they're instructed just to fall on the ball. Yeah. But, I mean, the more mobile this guy, ones. This guy was more agile, so. Yeah. Well, and in, and in this case, the ball wasn't actually knocked out of his out of Hertz's hands. He he literally just dropped he it. Dropped. But, like, the ball then, was like. And then, and then didn't he, when he, once it hit the ground, he kicked it, too? Somebody yeah, kicked I, it. I thought he did kick it. Too. Well, like, I just so, thought it was great how the defend, like the ball was like bouncing up and still rolling. And usually, in that when when that is happening, they're supposed to just usually just drop on it. But usually, when you see a player try and recover it while the ball's like bopping along, usually they just end up kicking it forward and it just becomes a nightmare. Usually, right? Well, wasn't yeah, no, wasn't he? It was, was he a more a, high scoring, I thought, than what, it was going to be. Too. Well, and, and and the guy that recovered that fumble was was he not a linebacker? Or uh, he was a defensive back. Defensive back, so a guy with some hands, and, right. and he was able to uh, catch it in, in stride. Um, that was a you know, and Hertz said after the game that he thought that that cost him the game. That play in, in and of itself, I mean, taking everything else away. Anything else? Yeah, but he played pretty well after. Oh no, that. I know. I mean, how about how about there the were one, some really hard hits in that game too. Yeah. Well, one time. one of the things that that's going to be addressed in the off season, everybody seems to think, is this uh, the push. So the running back or quarterback on the on the fourth and ones or the goal line situations with three guys behind him pushing him into the pile, moving the pile, and, and I don't know. What do you think about that, Bill? I I guess. I'm supp- when I played, you couldn't. It was a it was a penalty before. Exactly, and, and 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 so then I'm like, well, when did this not become a penalty? And and what what slays me about it is is that everything is about protecting the athlete on the field. And I'm surprised more guys aren't getting hurt during that push like that. Especially even the quarterback when they're pushing on him and he's getting bent in all kinds of different directions. Well, how many times did the Eagles do that? Like fourth and one or third and short, uh, that, that quarterback sneak? They must have did that like four or five times and they are batting 100% on it. Well, they're talking about the whole year, how many times they'd done it. Yeah. And to me, it almost looks like something from uh, a rugby. Yes. Where, yeah. Where, you know, they, it's, they it's, just basically it's, push it's, back it's, and it's, forth. It's unlike football like we used to see it that, that like you said it used to be illegal to be doing that and then the other part of that that gets me is how long it takes the officials to blow their whistle as to when the play is dead or not that forward progress yeah yeah, yeah that used to be a forward progress but now whatever you can do and yeah as the, I say, the, the, it's kind of almost like the offensive lineman grab you know they turn around one way and the guys are pushing from behind that are are behind yeah. the quarterback and well, it, it's it, just like a tug of war. I know, and 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 up so up here in Viking Land now they're talking about well, why aren't the Vikings doing more of this? Why they should take Cousins out of the game and do a direct snap to uh, Delvin Cook and then have like C.J. Ham and another guy behind him pushing him? And I'm like, come on, that's that's not a football play, is it? Well, you, you still want to find a a hole actually in the line of scrimmage, and you know, but. All these quarterbacks are doing is they're just either going to the right or to the left, and they're just hitting that center's leg, meaning, you know, I'm going to go right right now, and you hike the ball to me. Well, so, so there's, that's, that's the one thing that stood out to me was how often they do that. And that was all season long, watching that. And I'm, and I'm going, this has got to be a penalty. they gotta, they got to take that and change that rule. And 
you know, they probably won't do it until somebody gets drastically injured. You know, some hotshot quarterback has his leg busted off while they're all pushing on him. And then it'll be, oh, we got to change the rule again. Well, wasn't that the game that ended up winning for the Vikings that the other team was on their own goal line and they were trying to push him out of the end zone? And they pushed him to the point where he fumbled the ball. Yeah, yeah. And so, they lost the game because of it. Against the Bills. Right. Yeah. I know we'd be remiss. No, no. It was, yeah, it was the Bills. It was the Bills. I know we'd be remiss if we didn't mention uh, Mahomes on their final drive that get him, got him into field goal range or to begin until they got close to the goal line. That big 20-some-odd-yard scramble he did where you couldn't help but feel for the guy. He must have took a big toll on his sprained ankle there. Well, I was surprised he got away with, that, with uh, uh, for that long run like that. And, and you know, there again, I, I – Yes, it was a hold on the on the because you know when when one term, team is burning up their timeouts to try to stop somebody to, to, for a chance to have the ball back, and then a the flag gets thrown. Well, I, I you was, basically know it's over. I was also very impressed with some of the throws that Hertz made. Well, yeah. and Except I mean a couple one. of them that that weren't even caught. And does everybody realize that these two guys played the? Two quarterbacks played each other in high school. Yeah, yeah. One was oh, in, no. in, in Texas. Mahomes was at Tyler, Texas, and, and um, Hertz was at, in Houston. And I don't know, you know, grade-wise, if there were a couple of years separating him or, or not. I'd, I'd say they're probably pretty close in age, too. Well, yeah, they're all young guys for sure. Um, I just uh, – the, the whole – penalty and then the 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 Jarek McKinnon sliding down yeah when, some... when 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 the Eagles were were giving him the touchdown and But that slides. actually won their the game for him. Well, I know it did, but then when then when they line up to kick the field goal, I'm sitting there praying for a muff snap and 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 they blow it, you know, cuz because they didn't take that touchdown, right. you know, and and I'm like cuz there's there was it was a chess match, sure. Every move right down to the last second of the game. And then we didn't even get a decent Hail Mary out of oh, that was Hurts a, because he's, he had a bad shoulder. That was a very sad Hail Mary pass in that last yeah. play. I felt bad for him. I know he had a bad shoulder, but like, yeah, he, he looked like he was trying to throw like a 55, 60-yarder and he only could muster like a 30, 35-yarder. Yeah, it didn't go very far. What, Raven, you said, know what we're talking about, that last pass? Just bounced on the ground, and that was that. It was all over with. I wish I would have watched that, but I left her. She was watching the replay of the halftime show. Over and over and on a loop. Yeah. I I made the mistake of showing up a couple of Wild Wings, like 45 minutes before the Super Bowl actually started. Wow. So, like, we were actually sitting there, like, for hours. Like, it was actually... Like, right after the halftime show, it was, like, 8 o'clock at night. We've already been there for, like, four hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a long game. Yeah, and, well, that's yeah the thing so, about like, it. that's why I didn't catch the last half, which I almost wish I would have just came for the last half. Fuck the halftime show. Why? <laughs> yes, yes. She's been listening to that, me. That pig is really going to get fed tonight. You know what? I'm going to have to bring us a whole roll of quarters. It's, yeah, so, it's bad. Okay, so, um, boy, we Cut have... Cut back on that uh, so, high C or whatever you're drinking. So, so... High C, so, it's actually water. Oh. <laughs> I'm actually being healthy, I know, it's weird. Okay, so, so, I saw today Alvin Kamara 
the New Orleans running back. Pro Bowl was a few weeks ago, right? Remember we had the flag football game? Yes, yes. And Alvin Kamara was charged with an aggravated assault here today for a beating, uh, beating some guy up that they wouldn't let on the elevator in Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, during the Pro Bowl? Yeah. So this guy, the, the elevator's full of guys, and this guy comes to the elevator to get on, and they, they won't let him they on. They won't let him on, and Kamara pushes him. And, and yeah, the guy, see this one. the guy slaps Kamara's arms off of him, and there's like three other football players in the elevator with him. So the four of them stomp this guy. If and, you're gonna slap a football player, you're gonna get stomped. I'm sorry, but like, there's a whole team behind them, and I guarantee you, they're bigger than you. These, like, these weren't these weren't even his teammates, though. These are guys from other teams. There's there's like three different guys charged in this assault on this this guy, and and all he did was push Kamara. Kamara pushed this guy first, and and then the guy knocked his arms off of him. And, and like I said, they literally had him down. It's on on the cameras at the hotel, watching him stomp him, much like the Jamal Lewis, you know, punching his girlfriend in the elevator. It's well, all I heard on camera. Some, I heard some stuff about Carr too. That well, Derek Carr was, got released. Going to be okay. So yeah, he got released by the Raiders, but they had a deal set up for him to go to New Orleans already. And then all of a sudden, he says, "Well, it's not about the money." Well, like, wasn't it like the trade deadline or the contract that the contract deadline was supposed to expire the day it happened or something right. like that? And, you have got a big and bonus. That, that way, the the Raiders would have gotten some either some draft picks or some bodies. But and and so basically, you know, they were able to work out something where both sides benefited a little bit. Well, no. It sounds like Carr basically is going to go for the money. He's going to go wherever he can get the most money. I think Carr still has a few years left in him, like a, a like serious caliber play. Well, I don't. he's been the Raiders quarterback for nine years. Wow. Well, and I didn't, you know, I didn't think he was the problem in Las Vegas um, when all your run, wide receivers are getting DUIs and running into well, I, people. I don't and, know how can they release the guy he, if they don't really have a. I know. A replacement? <laughs> right. Well, Aaron Rodgers will be there, I imagine. Well, that's kind of what Because people... he's sitting in a dark room right now mm-hmm. contemplating his some, future. Some type of tent. Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 he's uh, reflecting. Wawaska or something. What is it? Wawaska? I don't know. Or... He's, he, Aaron, Aaron. Is, he's under the supervision of a shaman or something? Yeah, yeah. He's He's... He's on drugs, is what he is. He's yeah, it was like his four day. It's, he officially titled it a darkness retreat, right? Yeah, yeah. that's. It'll be interesting to see his aspect. You think? What, what do you think odds are of Aaron Rodgers playing next season? Oh, I think he'll play. Yeah, yeah he'll play. He'll be. He'll be a change of scenery, though. I don't know where it'll be. Well, you got something on that, Paul? You think <laughs> Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere? Are you kidding me? Oh, uh, Packers. Packers are. The organization looks like they're ready to move on from him. You think well, Aaron Rodgers is going to go anywhere but the Packers? Well, I just think like, they'll, just they'll like play what, Jordan Glove. Or yeah, they're Jordan they're, Love. They're, 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 the Packers have groomed Love to be the replacement, and and Aaron Rodgers has burned his bridges there, just like when Favre got he, let go. I was just going to bring Aaron Rodgers is like he's like Brady. He's, I mean, he's like on the verge of retirement. Where the hell is he going to go? 
Well, yeah, he's one injury away. Well, yeah, but his contract's up, and, and you know they're not going to re-sign him for the kind of money he's making. He's, isn't he the highest-paid quarterback in the league? If he, if he goes anywhere, it's going to be for one season, yeah. and it's going to be a joke. Yeah, well, it'll probably be just for one or two seasons while a team's like trying to groom the next draft pick. and he can, it'll, it'll be like yeah. um, well, Jets, there's, uh, Jets or Washington. Or... Well, there's all kinds of places with openings. Tampa Bay's got an opening for a quarterback. Your Raiders have an opening for a quarterback. The Raiders is the one because... Because his prize receiver is there, isn't he? Yeah. What, what's his name? Uh, uh, Ad- Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. I mean, that's what he didn't have this season in Green Bay was that guy he wanted to throw to pass after well, pass they had after that pass. If, if they Rogers, had that Bison guy. If Rodgers yeah. goes to a new team, I'm just going to say that his first name is LeBron. Well, LeBron Rodgers. Uh, that's, that's what I'm going with. Well, speaking of LeBron, LeBron and the Lakers won last night over the New Orleans Pelicans. Was he playing? Yeah, he did yeah, play. Came back. Which, which, which was interesting because, so, but Tuesday before last, he, he, he breaks the all-time scoring record, and then he doesn't play in three straight games because of the foot pain and pain management he's going through. But he managed to go to the Super Bowl and walk around the stadium there and didn't play in these three games. But now it's all-star break and the all-star game is this weekend. And, well, you got to play at least a game before you play in the all-star game because you know he's not going to miss the all-star game because at the all-star game they're going to recognize him at halftime for his feat in passing Kareem and the all-time scoring record because we didn't get enough of that Week before last. Okay. And and, and so there's... Did you expect anything less, though? Did you really expect well, anything less? No, I, I did. I, well, not me. I, I know that he's he's a, okay. he's a glory hound, and he'll, he'll get every yep. bit of attention he can possibly get. But, so and, for our new viewers, we are yeah. the anti-LeBron James show because... He sucks. Multiple freaking reasons. Well, he's, he, he, is, <laughs> he is the king of, of the super team. <laughs> and, anyway... So, so last night the Lakers actually had their their new facelift. You know, basically half of their roster has changed since the night he broke the scoring record. Yeah, but they're in thirteenth place, right? In the <coughs> yes, West, they're still and, and even with the win last night, they're still in thirteenth place. Okay. Now to talk about a team that's more on the way up, the New York Knickerbockers. My New York Knicks. Yeah. Beat the Atlanta Hawks by about 18 points last night. And their, their new pickup, um, Josh Hart, under the radar trade. Him and Brunson are back together as former Villanova teammates. And the Knicks are on a little roll. They moved into the sixth spot in the East last night. There's only 22 games left in the season. Well, they said that <coughs> Boston and Milwaukee are the two best teams in the league. They are. I'd say that. And, um, Better than anybody in the West then? Well, the West, if, if, if the Golden State Warriors get a healthy team, but Steph Curry's out, so that, that's a big chunk of them. Uh, there's nobody on that team that can make up that 30 points that he puts up every night. I mean, Clay Thompson well, can score. Jordan Poole can score. Didn't Boston and Milwaukee play the other night in overtime? Um, boy, I don't know, Bill. Did, yeah, was, was, was that a... Milwaukee or Boston won? Who won that game? I think Milwaukee won I can, I in overtime. Well, Milwaukee's got about a ten-game winning streak or something going then, and and they are um, they they are the team to beat. And the the thing about the Milwaukee Bucks is Giannis and Chris Middleton came into the league together 
as Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, it was uh, Bucks beat Celtics on Tuesday night in overtime, 131-125. So, so Giannis, and after, you know, was it two seasons ago when the Bucks won the championship? And, and Giannis said that we did it the effing right way. Hey, Raven. <laughs> we did it the right way. <laughs> so, 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 so they did it the right way. They, they stayed together as a core group. They didn't create a super team because they certainly could have brought other players in or they could have went to other places to play. But they kept Chris Middleton, Giannis, and, and Holiday, and, and they won a championship together, those guys that played together for multiple years, and it's still the same core group. So I would love to see the Bucks go win another championship with a team that was drafted and, and molded together instead of bolting to the next great teams. Now, Phoenix picking up uh, Kevin Durant, mm, yes. is, is, is they're going to be formidable with, with that bunch out there now. Yeah, they might come out of the West, right? But look at the the Minnesota Timberwolves yes. beat the Dallas Mavericks yeah. and Kyrie right? Give him give him a pretty good did slap. You, did you see that game? I Holy did, crap! I that was a great game. You watched it? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, uh, did they blow them out? Well, the theme for t- the Timberwolves this whole season is they have they built up a monster lead into the second half, and then they just blow it away. And they almost did it again. They they were up twenty six points. They were playing in Dallas, and the crowd was getting Dallas back in it. Dallas was chipping away back at the lead, and finally, in the last couple minutes, they had it where Dallas was down by two, and so Dallas had the final on the final possession with like under like ten fifteen seconds left. Kyrie Irving was trying to get a shot off, and he was passing it to another player. They were passing it back and forth, but Minnesota was actually playing successful, aggressive D, and they managed to steal the ball and kill the clock, and they managed to hold him off. I thought for sure they were going to blow it, but it was a great game. So, so from what I understand, it was Ant and uh, Jalen McDaniel. Like, is that his name? Yep. Were, were the two defensive stoppers on the team? And apparently, this McDaniel has really started to pick up his play. Yeah, yeah, him and uh, Torian Prince. They, they, the yeah, a lot of the bench has been picking up and improving, and now a lot of players are moving up since they gave up D'Angelo Russell, also. So, well, that, I thought I thought you were at the Force game. No, that, that was on Wednesday. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, this was Tuesday game. I, I went to the Force yesterday. Yeah. Well, and the, the Force doubled up. Um, was who'd they play? Sioux Falls. Yep, Sioux Falls Stampeders. Yes, four four to two was the score. Yep, they beat them. Yeah, that was a, that was a really good game. Isn't uh, that Panzer play for? Sioux Falls? I couldn't tell you the names. I only made sure to notate the name of the goalie for the Force because he made some killer plays. Um, uh, I got it, I got it later here. I'll find it for you. But, yeah, they, they the other team, uh, the, the Sioux Falls Stampeders, uh, they, they couldn't bring it. But uh, goalie Anton Castro for the Force, he made some wicked saves going 25-27 for saves. And, yeah, uh, Forrest are just capitalizing on power plays. And, yeah, they did they did a good job. Not many people were there because they don't do games in the middle of the week. This was a makeup game from another weather postponement from, like, back in November. So, so did you get your two-pounders? Before yeah, two-for-one-pounders. You know right. it. Yeah. <laughs> so I know I usually make it to two Force games a season, so I still got one more to make it to. So, yeah, good times. Minor yeah. league hockey. <laughs> well, there you go, Dale. You, get, you, know, you know, We knew you did that game, and then and you're pretty pumped about the uh, Timberwolves uh, win over the Dallas. And, and that's the second game that the uh, Mavericks have lost since Kyrie's been there. Uh, the, the game before, Doncic and Kyrie were passing the ball back and forth to each other with, like, a handful of seconds left, and neither one of them was wanting to take the shot. It was like a hot potato and that's you know they're trying to decide who the gun is on the team when you got two guys that are ball dominant and we talked about that there the, that that so that's a loss they took that they didn't need to. Well, Cuban will have to tell them what to do, right? Well, 
there's a lot of speculation that Kyrie is only going to be, he's a rental in Dallas for just the end of this season, and he'll be trying to team up with L.A. or Phoenix again or somebody else and, you know, pulling the LeBron act. Uh, just a quick score update. Timberwolves are playing right. Timberwolves are playing right now against the Wizards. They're hosting them. They're up forty to thirty-one. Uh, Eight fifty-eight left in the second quarter. We'll see how much they build that lead up before they potentially blow it. But no, actually, they've been winning a lot the last couple weeks here. They're they're on the upswing. Currently thirty-one and twenty-nine, six in the Western Conference. Oh, I heard there were like four teams uh, ready to to take what's his name off the Lakers too. Didn't he? Did he get traded? Which which Westbrook? Yeah, Westbrook is in Utah right now. But he's oh yeah 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 yeah. That's what you're talking about. Four he's, teams are interested. Yeah, the, the, in the, the right? Bulls, Chicago. the Bulls, the Clippers, um, the Miami Heat. That's who the Knicks beat last night. Was the Miami Heat? And why would uh, they want him? Well, everybody's trying to see Westbrook. Well, his his last stint with the Lakers. He was coming off the bench, and he was accepting the role coming off the bench, and he was scoring, I don't know, 15 points a game and grabbing like eight rebounds a game, still turning the ball over because he's always been a turnover magnet. But he was giving them a charge. The Lakers' frustrations and, 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 and problems were not Russell Westbrook, at least at this point in the season. He was, he was doing what they were asking him to do. It was that other guy getting all the accolades, putting up – 30 shots a game and scoring 30 points and, and, and not playing defense. Our new leader? Yeah. Well, the new leader in the clubhouse? The same leader that's been there, you know, supposedly. Um, I don't think he makes the players around him better. They do have a, a, a much younger nucleus now, the Lakers, and, and they, you know, they had the big win last night. They, but they have no draft picks either, right? No, no, they got one now. They, they've, got, they've got, I think, the 20, either the 27 – in, first round pick or the twenty nine in two thousand twenty seven. Yes, they've got they've got one because in his trades they ended up throwing one of the two picks they had, and the, their earliest pick from today was four years down the road, and the next one was six years down the road, and so they've mortgaged their future. But these trades, like I said, did bring back a bunch of young players. So they do have something to build around when LeBron finally goes out to pasture. And, um, but but huh, there's also lots of talk about Anthony Davis. Apparently LeBron was trying to get Anthony Davis traded to the Nets for Kevin Durant, and that's coming out. And so maybe that's why Anthony Davis wasn't getting up and cheering him when he was scoring those <laughs> baskets. And and apparently that's that's one of the things is he's he's probably had enough playing with this guy that's constantly hurt, so who knows? So, um, my, I I hope they continue to stay in thirteen and don't make the playoffs. I want to give a quick shout out to I guess while we're on hoops, uh, UND men and women hoops were pretty successful last week. Uh, both men and women beat Omaha last Saturday. Uh, you know the men even went to overtime, seventy six seventy three victory, and their third straight win. Usually it's been a bad year for them again, but they they're on a little bit of a winning streak. Who knows how much longer they last? They're actually playing right now against Oral Roberts. They're down, uh, but the UND women they beat Omaha last Saturday, seventy nine sixty one. Way better. Um, for 51 points in the first half. So big props well, to them. And they're currently beating Oral Roberts right now. So well, Oral Roberts is the top team in men's. Oh, okay, so yeah, they so men. The they have, have a, a challenge, <laughs> especially and it's in in uh, Tulsa. And I know both. Well, 
UND teams play on uh, this Saturday, Saturday. Uh, against. Uh, uh, well, actually, I don't. I don't. I don't have it from. But I know both teams do play Saturday. Well, and, and yeah, it's the, Kansas City. I think is who they're playing. The women are playing um, Oral Roberts tonight. Yep. Right. And, and yeah, Oral, they're, yeah, they're right and, on right and, now. And, and, yep, or, and Oral Roberts is the team that they're they're vying with right now for position. Um, they're not in first or second. Yeah, it's a close game. They're up forty to thirty-nine in the second quarter right now. And and, and so the top team in the in the in the league is what? South Dakota State. South Dakota State. Um, the UND women have beat South Dakota though. Right. Right. And, and and NDSU is right up there. And NDSU is right up there. And 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 UND had the home win against them. And so so Oral Roberts, UND, and NDSU are all kind of in that same area in the, in the in the conference trying to. Leapfrog no each other. No one's going to beat South Dakota State, though. Well, probably not. But but wasn't wasn't South Dakota University of South Dakota the team that went deep into the tournament last, last year? Last year, yeah. yeah. Um, and and they always have these big girls that are can throw their weight around and muscle with the well, best. That of them. girl from Grafton is doing a pretty good job. I saw her play at when they played at UND. So and she she plays for South Dakota State. Yeah, no, she plays She's for, for South, Dakota, South Dakota, and yeah. she left a year early. So she'd have been a senior this year for Grafton. Uh, now, Monty, I know you're Monty and Bill. I know you guys are both plugged in too to like the major college hoops going on too, like top twenty-five. Any big highlights from that realm the last week or so? Well, let's see. Um, I think uh, we got a new number one team. Is it is it Alabama or Arkansas? Which one is it? I don't think it would be Alabama. But. It's Arkansas. What? Um, I watch, I was I was watching them play, and and I had no idea that they they were. The ramifications, the way that things were going to turn out, they were going to end up being the number one team in the country. But uh, Alabama's number one. Yeah, Alabama. And South Carolina's right up there too. Yeah. I thought. But uh, they, 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 the the kid I was watching for Alabama. No, was, you're talking men's or women's. Men's. men's, men's. Yep. He was he was traveling and, and turn, carrying the ball. I thought every time he had it, and and he ended up. Uh, well, there, there they are, twenty-two and four overall, twelve and zero at home. Um, so Alabama—that's wow, a high ranking for Alabama. Yes, it is. I haven't seen them up that high. I don't know, probably since the seventies. I knew Purdue was good. They've got well, a, well they were the ones that that fell. They've they've got a big, big center on their team because they lost at home to to another Big Ten team. Um, but <sighs> Alabama, Houston, Purdue, UCLA, Kansas, Texas, Virginia, Arizona, Baylor, Tennessee, Marquette. I like Marquette, Kansas State, Gonzaga, Indiana, Miami, Florida, Xavier, and St. Mary's. Boy, those are some teams that I don't. I don't see any of the Summit League teams in there. No. Uh, so I think we're about due for our last ad here. Okay, and let's see. Am I? Uh, there we go. I got New it. New one here. for you, money. Got it. Um, so here we go. River Cinema Fifteen in the Shire. Make your next dinner and movie destination at the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill located inside the River Cities Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia-laden restaurant, the Shire, or take your meal to the movie you'll be attending. This week's featured attractions are... Otto! Ant-Man and... Quantumania. Wasp Quantumania... Magic Mike's Last Dance, Marlowe, Consecration, 
Devil's Peak, Amazing Maurice. I'm not sure if I know about any of those. Well, Otto's got to be on. And you can find the latest showtimes on RiverCinema15.com. Don't forget, Tuesdays is $5 movies all day long and 550 senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And uh, the River City, the River Cinema 15 has multiple theaters with luxury recliners, expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages and is family owned and operated, which also operates the Grand Theater in Crookston. Visit morefamilytheaters.com for their latest showtimes. Back at it. Uh, What's see. our main attraction now? Well, we had a um, we had a death. Uh, Major League Baseball's Tim McIver uh, passed away. Um, he was a St. Louis Cardinals catcher for many years, I believe. I lost Raquel, Raquel Welch too. Well, I was uh, Bill. Don't you don't don't ever think I was going to get through this show without bringing that up. <laughs> that was that was the pinup girl of our childhoods there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Raquel Welch was the very first pinup girl. I mean, well, probably at least from the late 60s, early 70s. How many times did you see that B.C. movie, Monty? Uh, as many times as possible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, her, her and her, her cave, cave girl outfit. Yeah, that was, that was uh, I'll never forget that image, ever. And and then and then her 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 later years, um, she uh, well she was eighty two years old when she well she played her. on Seinfeld was a big one for her too wasn't well that she? and then uh, one of the grumpier old men movies with with Walter Matthau and uh, uh, oh gosh the other old guy I forget his name now Jack Lemon Jack Lemon there there you were go. some yeah. real stars back then weren't there Monty? well they were and, and and you know even in those days uh, you know I, I remember my mother telling us we couldn't look at those images of her you know, <laughs> in her bikinis and fair Keith Fossa. says she wasn't in them. Boys, come on. She now. wasn't in them. Well, I don't know. Well, so, might so, be get, so, getting, so, getting some wires oh, crossed. Oh, oh Anne Murray and Sophia Loren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, where, she, she, she was in some stuff, though. Uh, oh, Raquel Welch? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was in right. some stuff. La- well, in her later years. Uh, I think she was in some westerns and stuff, too, wasn't she? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, Rio was what was Bandolero? Uh, I guess the only other you mentioned baseball psycho. The only other last note I got is that uh, they kind of implemented or they officially announced oh, for the new baseball rules. Some the, this ghost season yep. the ghost runner, yeah, the ghost runner. That's going to be a permanent thing now. The runner on second and extra innings and so, a time clock too. Did I yep, hear pitch time clock uh, and, with, the, and the big bases? So it's going to be on the wall like the oh, the I. Baseball snapping the football. Baseball, yeah, fifteen seconds with no one on base, twenty seconds with runner on base. Well, I understand. You know, baseball is is they're having a tough time with the younger audience. You know, people the the, the, the younger folks. It's not it's not fascinating and fast paced enough for them. And, and then hitters also have to be in the but, batter's box with at least eight at or at the minimum eight seconds left on on the clock. But but baseball has always been the best bang for your buck. You know. You, the, the, the tickets are traditionally cheaper than basketball, football, hockey, and you get a three-hour game where you can sit there and relax, and you might be able to get two-for-one hot dogs and two-for-one beers, 
and and just sit out in the stadium and that it's always been a leisure sport to me that, I, that that's what i liked about it and and the whole i could easily sit and watch a 20 inning one to nothing game mm-hmm. without having any problem with it but people no it's always fun being there more in person for it, but on on the tv it's a little bit of a different perspective but love going to baseball games in person sure monty did did you uh, catch your buddy in that commercial for mick ultra and that could be a good thing to wind it down with. I think we're down to about our last five minutes. Highlights for favorite Super Bowl commercials or any other highlights from the well, week? Your buddy from Succession. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you see that one? So, so Logan Roy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he, he had his two favorite words, right? <laughs> yeah. F off. <laughs> so. Oh, let's... Let's let Raven say, I'll tell you what he said. Yeah, what did he say, Raven? Fuck you. No. Fuck off. What, fuck what's, off. What's, Sorry. What's Sorry. Monty's shirt say? I thought it was fuck you. Yeah, that's what yes. my shirt says. That's what my shirt says. You need our official work sports gosh. My gosh. Okay, so, so yeah, the Tim McCarver story and then the baseball and the timing and the big bases and the ghost runner were, were things that are all happening um, super bowl related now what's the deal is buck and aikman they're not the top team for fox anymore well what what is what is because uh, uh, you had this uh olsen or whoever oh yeah greg olsen and it sounds and, like he's going to be replaced by brady yeah if brady ends up coming but but um the other one that's uh, is, is tony romo He's under a lot oh, of heat this year, yeah. Is, is he a Fox guy? Is he CBS? He's CBS. Well, well, he's the one taking the beat down that he's, like, digressed or something. I don't, everybody yeah, loves him. Supposedly, yeah, they've been talking to him. Every, everybody needs to step up his game. Everybody loved everything about him. They talked about his great a- analyzing, and he had such great insight into the games. And the next thing I see is they're tearing him down, going he's not good enough anymore. And, I, I can't see how Joe Buck would be. Uh, oh, Joe Buck. I love Joe. Taken, Joe taken. Buck and Aikman are still the A team for football. Well, then why weren't they doing the Super Bowl? Give me Pat Summerall. Well, don't they, they do a rotation each season between the networks, right? And so it depends on each Yeah, but network. it was on Fox. Yeah, it was on Fox. Year. Yeah. Because that Olsen guy and uh, well, is Kevin it, Burkhart was that? Well, no, Aikman and Buck, they're on, they're on the Amazon game of the week now, right? They're now with Amazon, right? Oh, yeah, the, the so, Thursday night game. Yeah, so that's officially a different network, so that's why they weren't calling the Fox game. A lot of the football t- announce teams shifted networks. Here with Al Michaels going to a different network also. and Yeah, he yeah. went to uh, now, now Prime. He's, now he's with the NCAA guy calling uh, Kirk Herbstreet. So, yeah, so much shuffling around with well, NFL so announcers. you talked about commercials. Well, the big commercial everybody was so fond of was the Ben Affleck in the Dunkin' Donuts window. Yes, and, that was good. And, and apparently when they actually shot that, there were people that drove through there that didn't recognize him and didn't know it was him. And, of course, when J-Lo came in through. But then Boomer Esiason was talking about, well, that's an old bit. We did that. I He said when he was a player, the quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals, they were he was in a commercial where he was in either McDonald's or Burger King in the drive through and then he named off about five other different athletes that had done the same thing. But I don't know. It worked. 
there were a ton of awesome movie previews, pretty much almost previewed the year in movies. I'll give a kick, quick well, plug. Was this, was this game way too long, though? Oh, it always is, though. Yes. It, it was a minimum of four hours, wasn't it? Well, when you got that long halftime show, and then say you go to a Super Bowl party at somebody's house, you're not getting out of there till 1030. And that's that, that's just, who wants to? I, I, The last Super Bowl party I went to, and, and I just despise them because what happens is all the adults and all the kids and, 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 and then the game's going to start. First, all the, all the kids and teenagers all rush the food table. There's no organization to it. And then the game's going to start and the kids and teenagers all take all the classic spots, the lazy boys. And, and I'm like, no, to do it right, you'd have to have three or four different locations with TVs. You know, the kids over there, you know, the, the people that are the casual fans that aren't really watching the game that would just want to just bullshit all night long over there. And then those that want to watch the game and see it and actually hear it in another room by themselves. Thus, Sandy and I had our own little Super Bowl spread, and I can sit there and watch the game. Got got the TV on in every room. You had a pretty good setup for your Super Bowl party. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. And, and and Raven, how was it at Wild Wings? Did they have the PA for the game for the commentary, or was it just too loud of a crowd to really make out? Or uh, no, you. Everyone was actually very respectful for a Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm not gonna lie. And then it's usually a little loud. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it's I go not, there. It wasn't be loud, all over. really. Well, what was this? Talking about uh, Buddy, our, uh, our Super Bowl champion coach, saying that his players couldn't go out and watch the halftime show. Oh, so it, Andy Reid, yeah, Andy Reid said that he was benching any it, any any chief player that stepped out to take a look at that. Oh, wow! Because last year, a kicker went out early. Basically saying, "Well, I'm going to go out and punt some balls and stuff." And he watched oh, the halftime the show. halftime yeah, show last year. Some balls, guys. <laughs> How about, why can't they watch it though? That what? Well, well they're supposed to be preparing meeting for the with half. their offensive group or defensive group or for a whole team. half an hour. Oh my god, the show's long though. It wasn't worth watching this year, but like. <laughs> Let okay. them have some fun. Give one, them a few minutes. One, one other issue of controversy at the Super Bowl was Terry Bradshaw oh, yeah. post game is taking a beat down because he says to Andy Reid, oh, "Can say. you waddle over here?" Well, and, and said something about he's got a hamburger for him too. Yeah, I, I, was, I think he was all in the moment, and doesn't he get some slack to get away with that because it was like kind of a friendly big guy to big guy kind of jab? Well, and 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 and. The thing is, is that Terry Bradshaw is renowned for putting his foot in his mouth anyway. Doing, doing fun little quips. Yeah, it's a yeah. great, crazy thing. And, and I'm sure Andy uh, Reid... But it, it still surprised me in the moment he said that. Well, I know. Uh, I was like, did, what, did, what did, did he caught, say? It caught my attention, too. He's like, yeah. hey, Andy, if you can waddle over here, because yeah. he's I, a big, heavy I, guy. I heard, too, that he ended up getting a pizza after the game. <laughs> a mushroom sausage pizza. Andy for Reed? Andy Reid. Yeah. Hey, how, about, how about Andy Reid beating his former uh, team he coached for the Super Bowl win? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, you that's know, a big story that's in a itself. Story. And then... Uh, did, was, we, did they ever show the pass, punt, and kick, too? No, they didn't. No, they but that's didn't. all I could think about was what we were that picture we were looking at <laughs> yeah. where he's like this monster kid. And, and one of the prop bets Dale was talking if about. Gonna, if they were yeah, going to have that picture days. Yeah. No, they did show a picture of him when he was at his what BYU. 
Is that oh. where he went to college? Actually, there uh, was a lot of it. Corp- I think he was a coach there for a while. There oh. wasn't a lot of Andy Reid shots, I think, until like the second half. We were like wondering, I know the group I was watching with, are like, Wait, does Andy Reid have the game? They haven't cuddled him yet until like the third quarter or something there. So, huh. but uh, anything else to wrap up on in here? I believe we're about ready to wrap. That's all I got. Raven, what do you think there, girl? I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm missing uh, uh, Katie tonight because I, I had. Uh, I am missing Katie called, tonight. Called you guys the uh, Pina Colada girls. Okay, kind of like so, the Fly Girls from uh, Living Color or something. So there needs to be a little background to that. So me and Katie were jamming out to, uh, I forgot who sings it, Jimmy but like, Buffett. yes, Jimmy Buffett. Do you like Pina Colada? No, it's not Jimmy it's not Buffett. Jimmy Buffett? It's Rupert Holmes. Rupert Holmes. If you're not into yoga. And, yeah, we had karaoke. and the name of the song is Escape, the Pina Colada song. We okay. had karaoke last week, didn't we, Monty? And, yeah, the, the Pina Colada girls. I, I, I think it works. Katie and, and, and Raven. I miss Pina. Katie. Katie, where are you? <laughs> like, you better have a reason not to be here. Like, come on now. Like, you better be on a date or Ooh. something. Well, Raven was crushing the... Macaroni and cheese before we came here. Oh my god, yes! I had to do our tradition without you. Like, what? Why? Oh, today again? Yeah. Oh, I was I was starving. I hadn't eaten anything all day, so I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely going That's to the Paul's bar line. over there. Paul's starving all the time. Yeah. All right, well, always. Here we go. Anything else, Bill? I'm good. Raven, see you next week. I, I I'm good. I'm good. All right, Dale. why don't you hit the music? You got your little wrap up there. Got it. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's Fork Sports Highway. Catch us live every Thursday at 6.30 right here on Grand Fork's Best Source, live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. And if you missed us live, find our archives by searching GFBS on your favorite podcast, streaming, or social media apps. We're everywhere. Support GFBS by leaving us a five-star review on Google or checking out the donate link on top of the www.gfbestsource.com website. That's all for today. We'll see you next week. Well done, Mark.